everybody thank you for your patience as we have been off doing all of the things that do not involve recording this podcast we even recorded somebody else's podcast which we'll get to in a second (laughs) but we are back and it is episode 69 nice Nice. episode 69 happens to be the 2022-2023 season preview. And we thought, you know, we're doing this season preview. It's episode 69. We need to bring back a romancer. We need to bring back somebody who uh, just embodies everything that is handsome and hockey. And so, welcome back to the podcast, Rob. Thanks, guys. I do love the ladies. I do love the ladies. Thanks for having me back. For uh, (laughs) those of you who haven't heard us make several hundred mentions of him or uh, didn't listen to the episode two reboot that we put out of, well, like six months ago now. The prequel, if you will. Yeah. Rob was an original host of the Handsome Hockey Podcast, and he decided that he his life was better off without this bullshit. <laughs> and uh, he's he's right. But uh, we conned him into joining us tonight for our season preview of the 2022-2023 NHL season. So thank you, Rob, for stepping up to the plate today. No, this is fun. It's, it's funny. It feels like... Uh like when you get back with your ex-girlfriend kind of you know, it's like it's a nice feeling rekindling the flame when you get back with an ex there's always like this like all right here we go again it's like like put my hand in a well-used glove yeah yeah exactly or you're like everything will go perfect this time and then like three days in, you're like i remember why we broke oh, up yeah, exactly but, but, but there's that split second of time right at the beginning where you're like when you're inside her <sighs> <laughs> Yeah, you called it. Before we dive into things today, we do want to pimp our like one-time side project. Uh, If you like movies and you like hockey, check out the new release podcast. You can find it wherever you want. It's uh, our friends Derek, Drew, and Ashley. They uh, hear right like they're probably about like 200 yards from us right now. Yeah. If I could throw a football, I could hit them with a the football. Yeah. If I could throw a football over the mountains. Um. Anyways, <laughs> we listened. We did an episode with them last week. Uh, it was it came out last week regarding the best hockey movie of all time. The original Mighty Ducks. And not not. Most valuable primate. If you were wondering, uh, that was a close second. Um, it was like Mighty Ducks one MVP giant drop off <laughs> miracle. Uh, <laughs> I did not know about MVP like sidebar. I haven't this watched never, it. It's crazy. It's that. like brought to you by the producers of Airbud, and it's a monkey playing hockey. And I feel like I need to watch it. And also, I don't need to watch it. I, w- <laughs> I don't know. My soul's sort of confused on the yeah, matter. I don't. Dogs are cuter. I'd rather see a dog playing hockey than a monkey. 
Yeah, for real. Uh, but a monkey will rip your face off if you try and fight they it. They should have made Ice Bud. Like, <laughs> Ice Bud. Uh, yeah, I mean, like. That, that's, a, that's a cooler in Alabama. So we had this uh, excellent time with our buddies on the new release podcast. Um, check it out. They're available anywhere. It's called New Release Podcast. Uh, their insignia or their logo looks a lot like the Blockbuster logo. Mm-hmm. You can't miss it because it's a hockey podcast <laughs> with a Blockbuster logo. You know what I saw on the way here? Uh, as I was driving here, I saw a bumper sticker. And it was kind of confusing at first. It, was, it just said 16 ounce all beef uh, Frank uh, with a soda with free refills, dollar fifty. That was all it said. And I was like, "That's a Costco thing, isn't it?" <laughs> <laughs> this guy's like a mega fan of Costco. Hey, I get it, man. That's Costco uh, stand over here. You can I get, respect it. You can get five years worth of toilet paper for about nineteen bucks there. <laughs> oh yeah. Uh, speaking about uh, five years, how about twenty years? Zdeno Chara, PK Subban. And Keith Yandel all on the same day, I believe, announced their retirement. It was like they were texting each other and you're like, you guys want to just get it done? (laughs) And uh, in the end, you kind of end up feeling bad for two of them, don't you? Like, because I don't know, you can't hold like P.K. Subban was a pretty iconic player and yet cannot hold a flame to Zinano Chara's career. No. like oh absolutely and then poor keith yandel is just yeah. like well <laughs> i guess i get forgotten about i, I love keith yeah he got boned by by philly because oh know, absolutely nine, 989 <laughs> games i think it was yeah um so close to a thousand and it's not they I, i'm pretty sure i'm positive they were in dead last in their conference mm-hmm. and maybe the whole league so it's not yeah. like, you know. No, the Kraken they, existed last year. <laughs> yeah, okay. No, but when still. when Yandel got scratched. Right. Yeah. yeah, when they decided a healthy scratch. Yeah. Which is like. It's a dick move. Yeah. And you know exactly who you're getting in Keith Yandel. So why the fuck would you healthy scratch him? Like, go for the fucking record. The fans care more about that than they care about your shitty ass team. Yeah, you're. Like, you're, you're prospects didn't need any reps okay like (laughs) they don't have any fucking prospects they're better off in the (laughs) ahl hiding from that fucking tire fire like who do they have for good young players on philly uh like we can just Uh, we can start the uh is he is he a flyer yeah like is carter hart still considered good cam york i was gonna say cam york is exciting uh konechny's okay good uh he's not even that young yeah, no, he's, he's, like like a, he's a veteran now. Yeah, he old man. Yeah, um, he's, not, he's not Sean Couturier. Yeah, so there's one yet, team we but... don't have to talk about in the season preview. <laughs> I I think I make fun of them at some point here. Um, but back to these retirements. Yeah, like Keith Yandel deserved to have a whole lot more games on his records. Yeah. Will he make a Hall of Fame? Probably not. No. Uh, because immediately to pass him is Phil Kessel. He might games? make the. I mean, if he had gotten the thousand games, I think. I think there's right. a, there's a much better chance. But he had some amazing seasons. Yeah, he, he used to and be he was good. a consistent like forty, fifty, sometimes pushing sixty points. I think he had one sixty point season as a defenseman. Right. It, you know, 
early on in as a defenseman in in like the, the in shitty the area era of defensive scoring. Yeah, I, I in, don't in think, the 10s, not the odds. Do I think he is a Hall of Famer? No. We talked about the Hall of Very Good with yeah, uh, right. Ryan Miller. Mm-hmm. And I think that maybe the critical difference will end up being this one record that he could have hung his hat on maybe for a time, you know. Of these three, Chara, definitely Hall of Famer, probably first ballot. Mm-hmm. Uh, mm-hmm. He's got a cup. He's got years of being the most terrifying man in the nhl right and not because he used violence all the time but because he could yeah and if he threat and if he did you died (laughs) so it's like mutually assured destruction he could get you from halfway across the rink with a stare or a right hook (laughs) happy trails to all three of these guys pk suban is it kind of feels like he's a bit of a tale of what could have been Sometimes he was very, very good for a couple of years. I think the NHL changed and his game was not as geared towards that change in the NHL. Like he had a bomb of a shot from the point. He was a power play monster for the first couple of years of his career and always like a decent defenseman, but never a great defenseman. And then the power play and like the quarterbacking of the offense changed to where that heavy shot from the point wasn't as prominent of a weapon Mm -hmm. once that happened like his main weapon as a player kind of got marginalized Hmm. and so i think he's an excellent player he's an icon for many reasons outside of the game yeah his charity work his philanthropy his style always the best dressed man he's going to be city a pundit five seconds after he yeah, retires. Yeah. Like, uh, I think he probably already has something lined up. If ESPN was smart, they would hire him right away and maybe their broadcast wouldn't be so fucking boring. <laughs> <laughs> uh, but uh, I think uh, his I'm story... Mark Messier and this <laughs> is hockey. I'm Chris Chelios and this is hockey, but I'm tan. <laughs> like, that's uh, it's so fucking boring. Chris Chelios kind of looks like the inside of a baseball glove. Um, <laughs> but uh, yeah, P.K. Subban, I think to me, his story is that maybe a little bit of what could have been, but he was just very dominant for a brief, amazing handful of years. And like the story to me is injuries. I think he's a Hall of Famer. I think that is controversial depending on where you are and who you're talking to in the hockey world. But uh, I think, yeah, with all that he's brought to the game that he should be in and maybe even be a first ballot guy, just like it's not the Hall of your stats it's the hall of your fame and pk suban was iconic yeah happy trails to pk suban so fun to to watch physical talented he's built like a linebacker you know that's pretty rare in hockey yeah happy trails to those guys and also possibly world prime minister yaramir yager reportedly hanging them up and i think if we look back on it he actually played more years than chara suban and yandel combined (laughs) yeah how old is he like 97 right now and he's still like the third best player in the league (laughs) yeah rumor is that uh when he was in juniors him and michael bunting were friends (laughs) <laughs> oh, a good michael bunting joke never goes ungiggled about here but yeah i, I heard through the grapevine that a he's gonna retire and be like when his retirement like goes through basically the team that he 
co-owns, runs, coaches, like, will just essentially fold. Uh, and then also the country of Czechoslovakia will fold. Well, and, Czechoslovakia uh, hasn't existed yeah, for like, already sorry, years. Yeah, what, what are they called this Czechia? week? Czechia. Czechia? Yeah. That's the official... Yeah. When did they rebrand? Uh, it was like they hired Wyden Kennedy. Yeah. And, uh, <laughs> you stole my joke. That, yeah, oh, did I? Yeah, I was going directly there. Oh, I love it. Oh, That's man. Perfect. I... I, I Usually I ruin your jokes. This time I actually stole it. That was oh, good. Man, Perfect. I'm, I'm kind of happy. Hats, hats off. Uh, yeah. If if Yager is in fact retiring, this is a huge bummer for me personally, um, unless he gets more prominent on social media because his social media presence is fucking hilarious. Yeah, absolutely. I mean, he's always just been kind of this goofy, but class acty kind of guy. And uh, I've, you know, been numbers in hockey to be him i'm always one of my favorite players because well we look a little bit alike in the rear end of things how do you have a hall of famer arise to something else <laughs> than what he already was like he was already a hall of famer he's always been this fucking amazing player i don't know he, it's like he's becoming some hockey god or something like <laughs> when uh goku dies and ascends to some other plane <laughs> Yeah, he's gotten the torch from uh, Gordy Howe. Yeah, he played he's, until he's he was definitely like on the Mount Rushmore of hockey, right? Like Gretzky, For Yager, sure. Lemieux, Gordy Howe. I prefer Yager to Lemieux. Maybe Bobby Orr. Like I, I, I know, I just know that Lemieux is kind of d bag, and like Yager didn't have that much of that. I'm pretty sure that Sidney Crosby and Mario Lemieux still live together. So, like, <laughs> I, they like, still pee together. Yeah. We're going to dive into some, uh, some real shit here in just a little bit. But, uh, this just in today, Matthew Barzal, eight years, 9.125 million a year extension with the Islanders. He, of course, has now uh, signed himself up to play with geriatrics for the rest of his career because that's all Lou Lamorello knows. He must um, feel like the restaurant help at an old folks home. Or like <laughs> a Denny's, but like in the morning, not right. at night. Now yeah. he's getting promoted to manager. Yeah. Honestly, I feel kind of bad for Barzal. Like I know. he obviously was okay with it. He signed the contract, right? But right. like and and he is somebody who has had some crossover appeal. He's done some like photo shoots and stuff. Like he is very much into the being in New York thing. Yes. Uh from all indications. He so should have signed with the Rangers. <laughs> <laughs> I wish all the best for him, all the best for the Islanders. They're one of my, I don't know, side favorites because of friends, because of their story, because of just underdog appeal. So yeah, I, I hope that they can turn the ship around. Their off season has been real weird. So makes sense that they would need to open up the checkbook to keep their star player uh, happy. And 9.125 is it's, Very happy. That's a healthy amount. Yeah. That's a fair market price for him, I think. For I mean, he's their star player. He's their <clears throat> unquestioned yeah. star and player. His offense has been suppressed, I'd say, for several years now, playing in that Islander system. Yeah. So, you know, it's it's probably kind of a bargain. <laughs> I think so. I think this may end up being a you know bit of a steal. I mean, if... Barzell on it, a Colorado or 
a Florida or something, you know, he's right. probably like a hundred point player. But like how he's many a- other not eight, nine million dollar players can you get when you don't have a fourteen, fifteen million dollar player? Exactly. I don't think Anders Lee's gonna get it done. <laughs> you know, you gotta uh, figure something out. I love me some Anders Lee, but yeah, you're absolutely right. Also, I, I don't think we've been on the air since this happened, but Nathan McKinnon signed McKinnon. the richest deal in mm-hmm. hockey history. Yeah, that definitely sets the market for the next richest deals. Uh, but now he can no longer yell at his agent yeah. <laughs> about being the star player with the team friendly contract. Yeah, he uh, he can still yell about pasta, but he will no longer be allowed to yell about his contract. I honestly, I thought you meant David Pasternak, but no, you mean actual pasta. actual pasta. Like he, yeah. yeah, he will yell about chickpea pasta. I, the thing about that <laughs> deal is like it seems like a lot right now, but mm-hmm. if the projected salary cap jumps in like twenty twenty four happen, it's really not that bad of a contract no not at all for especially for what not you're for, for a 27 year old one of the most exciting players to watch. Yeah. yeah maybe we'll turn this one over to rob rob how do you feel about the sexual assault allegations in hockey canada oh man i've been trying to avoid all those headlines <laughs> yeah it's fucking depressing it's, it's almost impossible at this point though because yeah. the hits just keep coming it's yet the- hockey canada seems to try so hard to just pretend yeah. that this is gonna go away it's super frustrating right like in this environment that we live in these days that they're just they're just trying to bury their heads in the sand and right and just move forward it's you know and it it's not a good look it's if justin trudeau is fucking weighing in on your situation that's a bad situation we find out the other day that hockey canada has not one but two slush funds set up specifically to pay off sexual assault cases and other crimes committed by their players. Yeah, it, I think the optics on this one are maybe worse than you know, what how you could cage it otherwise. Like, it's a legal defense fund. And uh, yeah, it's really bad that every kid that plays hockey in Canada is paying for the malfeasance of several players, which is absolutely insane. But like... I don't know. I'm conflicted on on this. Like it's it's awful, but also we see it from organizations all the time, you know, that just need to go through the legal process. It I don't know. It it's rough, but burn it down. Absolutely. Like I am not any different on that opinion. Uh burn it down and fucking build what you can from the ashes. Like it's Oh, I know we're uh, we're not a soccer podcast, but while we're talking about burning things down, burn the fucking timbers and thorns to the ground. Oh yeah, we I've I have been on this for a a while and a, and actually boycotting games. Yeah. Oh yeah. I I'm just uh, I'm not. done. I went to a game this season. I felt filthy the whole time. I was there. the it's the investigation that came out yesterday, which was run by a former fucking attorney general uh like united states attorney general not like oregon attorney general like the the attorney general that's how you know it's a bespoke investigation (laughs) it's uh it's in portland we have artisan investigations yeah uh so this this bullshit can't stand i know we're a hockey podcast and i'll get off this horse 
here in about two seconds. Uh, I glad, I'm glad you did. It, Galvin it, Wilkinson needs to be fired yeah. fucking immediately. The fact that it didn't happen today is a goddamn mockery. Uh, Merritt Paulson needs to be forced to sell the team. MLS has a history of it. They did this with uh, Real Salt Lake just a few years ago. Mm-hmm. The NBA has a history of doing it. The NFL has tried to do it. Uh, like <laughs> somewhat weekly get the fuck out Merritt Paulson you spoiled white prissy baby bitch <laughs> uh, go go shake hands with Ted Wheeler and die in a fire um, so yeah anyways uh, moving on to the Canucks um, since we're talking about sexual assault here and talking about owners who should be forced to sell their teams uh, so the owner of the Canucks it came out that um his oh fuck what's his his name something francesco aquilini yeah francesco aquilini um sounds like a very bougie type of water (laughs) uh (laughs) damn it that was good uh i he's been accused of uh, assaulting his children when they were children yeah Um, both physically and psychologically there's nothing says good a person like getting outed as a dick bag by your kids <laughs> yeah well and so this is part of a trial where his ex-wife is trying to get money for their children's college education mm. because she is like well like well beyond estranged like mm-hmm. what's the next level of estranged like wants to probably kill you <laughs> and the kids are refusing to like have anything to do with him and he said he wouldn't give this money because he didn't believe it was going to their education because they refuse to tell him what institutions they're attending because they don't want him to know where they are Wow! like this guy is like even like like let's say nothing is true about these allegations he's clearly a shitbag (laughs) if his kids are like "Uh uh-uh i don't even want you to know what school i go to yeah like that's hate your dad level right there um and not like maybe it's because they all like went to community college and they're just embarrassed <laughs> uh well it's not like nick swartzen fuck you dad it's like no, no seriously it, get the fuck away from me don't touch me leave me alone dad yeah it's absolutely ridiculous that this is coming out and uh they should absolutely sell that fucking team too um it's not like he's been a good owner like he's been a universally shitty owner who's put a shitty product on the ice and like make you want to free elias Pettersson and jack hughes or not jack hughes quinn hughes yeah. Uh, uh yeah sorry too many hughes too little time also reasons to be mad at the canucks and francesco aquilini is they reportedly let go one of my favorite hockey media personalities and that's rachel dory uh i think she's hilarious and super talented and i'm sure she'll land somewhere um but you know, it's a bummer. She just got promoted. Uh, there must have been some sort of, I don't know, workplace conflict or something issue happened. Or maybe she just decided that she didn't want to work for that piece of shit owner after that story came out. Like, who the hell knows? That's kind of what you hope it is, right? Yeah. Kind of what you hope it is, for sure. Um, <clears throat> At least in this case, it's like, you, you, you know, they 
that team, you know, Cam and Granado is mm-hmm. uh is an assistant GM there. There's, right. They're 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 pretty diverse in the workplace there. And that is and so a good thing. You that hope it's done. not like some you know misogynistic bullshit old boys club kind of stuff. Right. You hopefully you she just like. like said some fucked up shit at the work party you know, or like <laughs> yeah. whatever got too drunk yeah. it, well, she did just get promoted to uh an actual like video coaching position so yeah. like maybe she obviously was terrible they, at it, they you know? right maybe, maybe she, she broke a camera that would cost eight hundred thousand dollars yeah or, or somebody didn't like that she was there or if it, you know just some like workplace politics shit people get jealous of jobs all the time yeah was, they gave jt juicy. miller that contract and had to make cuts elsewhere <laughs> uh no i the one thing i did see and this is completely unsubstantiated ah fuck it i'm not gonna say it because it's completely unsubstantiated oh i just want to hear it oh it was that there was a leak that came out about one of their players injuries and then like four hours later it came out that rachel dory was leaving and so there was a lot of talk that like she was the mole and jim mm. rutherford snuffed it out and I mean that uh, that would make it sense. That would make sense, and you know, not- she's like twenty five, so eh, makes I, sense. I was like- hoping she like made copies of her ass on the on the, <laughs> on the office copy machine, you know, like, or like got busted, or like a middle finger and like <laughs> yeah. sent it to like Jim Rutherford, and he was like, "What, what is this nonsense? I know that finger." <laughs> Left like porn open on the computer. Yeah, she she uploaded porn by accident to the video analysis you know like and it, wasn't, and it was like <laughs> dirty it was, yeah. it was elias Pedersen was offended when it was he saw it. it was scatological and like everybody was like nope 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 who did this and unfortunately her tag was left as like who uploaded the video <laughs> it was called in who did this? Okay, we can stop talking about porn and the Canucks. Um, <laughs> uh, yeah, um, speaking of pornographic, the Sharks somehow managed to get out of um, owing Evander Kane, their disgraced former forward, a lot of money because he went into arbitration and like there, there was a decision that, oh... You can pay this cash that you kind of owed him off of his contract uh, in your prior year cap hit. And so, you know, just the magical cap circumvention that the Sharks are getting to get out of this fucking mess that they've built their roster and cap hit into is super funny and hilarious to me. What was he owed still? Uh, I think it was like $3 million or something like that. For how long? Well, that's too bad for him. Yeah, couldn't have happened to a nicer guy. <laughs> oh yeah, uh, the Sharks cool. got new jerseys. Pretty They're cool. pretty sweet. I they, like them. It's like a. It's very teal. They, have, they yeah, it's like a richer, darker teal. Yeah, they 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 did the the modernization of the the simplification of the, the logo. You yes. know that 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 flat look. That's. Yeah, the jersey overall is is flat. You got to see it on a, a popular a, on a player to to they debuted it on i don't know i think logan couture went for a skate in it or something so it's people pretty got neat some, some pictures it's not bad it, uh i'm more excited about the the goat head coming back in buffalo yeah the goat head is coming back along with those red black and white colors mm-hmm. like are they eschewing the blue and it's their new third yeah this oh, okay i'm okay with it being a third because i think buffalo's blue and yellow jerseys are amongst the oh, yeah. best they're like, beautiful Especially the swords crossed version. 
Yeah, yeah, the original logo. Yeah. It's it's so good. The way I think been they're doing it the honestly like years. above, like they they're in the top five in my personal opinion. We've got two more things, and then we'll actually get into the reason that we're all here, which is the season preview. Um, so Blake Wheeler up north of the border in Winnipeg was uh, where north of the border. Where the fuck? I don't that, know. Was that like a like? I mean, they say that a lot. Yeah, accent? that was. Yeah. I mean, so you're more talking about like Nova Scotia, right? Yeah. Now, the but, fuck uh, am I doing over here? <laughs> it was <laughs> half Boston, half uh, leprechaun, like detective <laughs> noir. <laughs> <laughs> I was um, north of the border when it hit me. Well, anyways, uh half deep in a cigarette. Blake Wheeler <laughs> has been stripped of his captaincy and we can just move on to the fact that getting north of the border is much easier now mm-hmm. because Canada has lifted its fax rules. As somebody who gets to watch Tyler Bertuzzi play on his team until probably the trade deadline this year, <laughs> I'm thrilled that I don't have to like flip on a game against Toronto and be like, oh yeah, our second best player for our second best forward is out for the game. Cool. Maybe most interesting player to watch on ice because you really never know what the fuck he's going to do. He's so nuts to me that they just let him, he was like, I'm not going. And they're like, okay. Oh, so you're not playing these nine <laughs> games. I believe reportedly he got docked pay for those nine games. Still. Oh, I'm sure. Uh, but like, He's still making like six million yeah. a year, so he's like, eh, whatever. Um, he's also a free agent after this season, so it'll be interesting to see what happens with him. Oh, he gone? Uh, yeah, I think so too. Honestly, you think um, for sure he's gone? Uh, they're going to trade. So. Him. I think they'll is, trade him. There is no year. way they're letting a player of that caliber have his contract expire well, uh, without getting something. Without getting something. Well, that's what I mean. You don't think they'll extend him? I think they'll try. Um, you don't think, but him and Larkin both need to be ex- no. They both need to be extended. Right. Uh, Larkin, one hundred percent, is in. He just wants to get his market value. I think he's going to get somewhere around nine mil, um, maybe a little bit north of that. Think, seeing the Barzal deal, get double digits. I don't think he'll get double digits. I think he'll probably come in around like nine three, something like really? that. Yeah, but he'll get he'll get eight years and nine three, something like that, and it'll end up being a great contract. So, um, but yeah, uh, my trip to Canada like a month and a half ago would be a much easier trip now. So, um, <laughs> thanks Canada. Um, Blame Canada. Sorry if you. <laughs> <laughs> Thank uh, you for speaking for Canada. The, the first time I heard a boot and sorry when I was up there, I just like in my head, I was yes. like, I fucking love this place. <laughs> yes, I heard it. I heard one. Well, now that we've waded through the shit that has happened in the last, you know, five weeks since we recorded last, um, and we're probably going to be better at recording here in the coming months as it gets shitty here in Portland. And also as like hockey starts and stuff. Yeah. Hockey is here in a couple days and uh, we can stop watching preseason games. Yeah. The um, so one of the things we like to do here is we like to read now that we're three seasons deep. Uh, we like to revisit the previous year's po- prognostications and um Let's just say we were way wrong last year. We had some moments of brilliance, which are like usually worth talking about, but uh, they're few and far between, just like they are on a daily basis. So it's like 
it's always fun to look back. We like we batted our average, but our average is terrible. Like <laughs> we're in like April Javi Baez numbers right here. Uh, so without further ado, we're gonna review last year's prognostications. Um, one, a big shakeup will happen in Dallas after they stumble out of the gate. Rick Bonus will get fired midway through the season, and the Stars will miss the playoffs for a second straight year. This was uh, not terribly far off. Uh, Bonus stepped down as coach after the fir- after a first round exit. That series was only even remotely closed because Jake Ottinger channeled his inner Julie the Cat Gaffney. <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to award us one out of a three possible points that don't mean anything. And we'll move on to the next one. Kirill Kaprizov proves to be underpaid despite his new deal as he goes ham on the league getting heart consideration after putting up over 100 points. Uh, nailed it. <laughs> yeah, fucking nailed it. <laughs> right down the middle. Um, dude took a step last year, and, well, that, that, that happened. Yeah, 41, 47 goals, 61 assists, 108 points, 7th in the heart voting. Uh, I'm going to award us 256 made-up points that don't count for anything. <laughs> I want to see of his 61 assists where they all went ryan hartman's career year (laughs) (laughs) yeah yeah so uh marco rossi impresses wild make a decent playoff run of it uh one up two's not bad but it turns out that there was this matthew boldy kid that kind of stole marco rossi's limelight whereas rossi had some more injuries health issues that kind of kept him out of the the camp and uh out of the league again for another year so like i'm still in on the marco rossi renaissance it's fucking coming but he's a calder he's a top calder favorite i think next year he's gotta be and like place your bets early because he could run away with it i he's it's like that old you know i hate to mention him but that fucking matt malcolm gladwell bit like he's just that much older than the other contestants except for michael bunting yeah uh fuck malcolm gladwell (laughs) exactly but uh that fucking mouthpiece of the rich can eat my ass (laughs) right faux economists pop psych bullshit yeah so matt boldy had one hell of a season uh was fantasy relevant from the get-go yeah, he had and, like four goals in his first three games or something like that. Yeah, it was I so good. I for him in fantasy. <laughs> it was really? so good. Yeah. And uh, the Wild narrowly got shocked by St. Louis in a... It, it was a series, but it was a shocking exit because the Wild were obviously the better team, but the season series showed that St. Louis had them all season. So it ended up going how st louis's season series went with them and uh the rest is history i suppose um we're gonna award negative 12 made up points for that so we're still in the black good yeah, job us. <laughs> missed on the player was sort of right on the team but not really yeah i think negative 12 is appropriate uh i'm going to try and get through this one without laughing uh or killing myself and that is montreal loses in the first round of the playoffs 
Fuck me to Toronto. <laughs> Such a fucking what a what a terrible prognostication. I mean, when we made these prognostications, a Montreal was right off of a finals appearance, right? And like that collapse happened so fucking fast. Uh, yeah, what a, it's just what a weird anomaly of that 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 finals appearance was like what happened there uh carrie price had like his last moments of like like talk about burning brightly yeah too fast like for real carrie price was like i will will us to the finals and i'm probably done and then his pumpkin so because of this shitty ass prognostication all previous made up and fake points have been rescinded and this might be the last episode of this podcast. I want to know exactly why it's a bad prognostication in your opinion. Like, which which of the two halves carries the most uh, negative weight? Is it that Montreal would make the first round the of the playoffs? The or other that Toronto would win in the first round that of the playoffs? One. That one right there. Because <laughs> uh, that needs to be, you know, sussed out. Yeah, yeah. Toronto winning a playoff series. What is this, 1992? All right, prognostication. The Sharks will be the worst team in the Pacific, which is saying something. Uh, Close-ish, but wrong. But it's wrong! The Sharks are so annoying, aren't they? Yeah, yeah for real. It's like, God, can you guys just lay over and die already? Yeah, right? Like... Uh, as it turns out, the Kraken were as terrible as Bowie, their new mascot, more about which later. Uh, and the Ducks, after a strong start, faded down the stretch. Um, we're going to lose 10 made-up points. We're now in the red, and there's a good chance we won't be able to participate in Final Jeopardy. <laughs> so, after exchanging a whole crew of old goalies for new goalies, and exchanging good defensemen for bad defensemen, Carolina significantly regresses. <laughs> I'd like to say, first off, fuck you, Evan, for riding Tony D'Angelo to a goddamn trophy that's in this room. <laughs> but also, this this week. was totally a me prediction. And uh, boy, was. was I wrong. <laughs> the, uh, the best part of this prediction is that uh, Carolina was awesome, but they then traded tony d'angelo's rights to philly for three picks and then traded for brent burns for nothing unbelievable <laughs> and patcheretti patcheretti for nothing. i'm going to award us a negative 12 points for this and uh and our demerit things are looking bleak for us and we're gonna wind this up and uh like i didn't plan this but it comes to me to discuss my one red wings prognostication from last year and that is Jacob Verana misses four months after shoulder surgery, but comes back in February to lead the wings in scoring after Tyler Bertuzzi is traded for a King's ransom. Hmm. Uh, J- the only part that's true about this is Jacob Verana came back. <laughs> uh, <laughs> like uh, he Tyler was Bertuzzi, decent. he was great. No, uh, like Jacob Verana is 
probably the closest thing we have to a legitimate chance at 40 goals. This one was uh, really fucking bad. Uh, because I'm a Wings fan, I will give a Wings prognostication later when we get to it. It's not um, as blatantly fucking bad as my Carolina take. No, and honestly, I'm really glad I was wrong because like, that means I get a little bit more time of like not cheering for but being glad Tyler Bertuzzi is on my hockey team. Mm-hmm. And uh, Jacob Ron is still there, too. So that's great. Well, now that we've gotten last year out of the way, we can finally get to our totally bullshit 2022-2023 season preview. Last year kind of went like last year did. A little bit too fucking long. Yeah. And so um, in honor of this being episode 69, we are going to break this down a little bit into things we think will be nice. And things that will be not nice. Not at all nice. (laughs) That was very well put. Uh, If you ever have a voice acting reel, that goes on it. But uh, yeah, take us off, Jake. I I, think you you, uh, predicted the first nice thing. My first prediction is thing that will be nice is (laughs) (laughs) Calgary 2022 will be better than Calgary 2021. Wow. Bold. Hot. Bold like Folgers. So uh, lacking Johnny Hockey and Matthew Kachuk. You really think defense is gonna be a lot better? I don't think a they lot lost better. Yeah. I don't think they lost a whole lot on the front end. Um how, do, that how hasn't can been you replaced. say that? You that you lost two hundred points. Yeah, but they replaced it with hundred and fifteen points and a much better defenseman. Uh, and having a much better defenseman, their defense was what killed them in the playoffs last year. Their defense being slow is what Vigar is not that they still have Jacob Markstrom, who I think is one of the probably five, six best goalies in the league. Yeah. He's a top goalie. I think, uh, I think honestly, I think Calgary is primed for some greatness this year. Yeah, that's fair. And it's hard to, uh, it's hard to, to bet against Sutter. (laughs) Right. He's already. I don't know what his deal is, but he 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 gets. He just wins. He gets it going. Yeah. I'm really interested in what happens in Calgary. Like that's gonna be, that's gonna make or break the Pacific. Either Calgary like kind of gets back to that top level form, or it's gonna be absolute fucking bedlam as the rats eat each other on the way to the top of the rat pile. I am excited for Tankathon 2022. Uh, Connor Bedard is a very fucking real prospect below him. Michkov is a Kirill Kaprizov 2.0 probably. Um, and then there's a host of people right on their heels that will make the third through like fifth place teams super happy, which is Adam Fantilli. I was just about to go right to Adam Fantilli. Who Where is, is he playing for uh, the, college this year? Uh, University of Michigan. I've Sh- not heard Michigan. of this state. It just got admitted into the union, but it's, that's their, uh, yeah. So it's Shmi- Puerto Rico? Michigan. No, it's Michigan. Uh, okay, what are they? The Tasmanian devils? Is that, <laughs> is that their mascot? What is it again? Uh, the blue raspberries. Lucky. Yeah. I'm not excited for Tankathon. I'm excited for what happens at the draft order, all three of the thing- teams that we think are tanking, which is Chicago, Arizona, and Montreal, don't get the first pick. And somehow is that a prediction? No, 
Uh, you're not willing to go for that because that's I mean I've that's, that's got playing my... some slim odds because you're three dog shit. It's days. actually no, it's actually not because of the weight, the way the things are weighted. Uh, you only have like something like a thirty-three percent chance of getting the first pick if you're the worst dog ass team in the league. Yeah. Sure, the Red Wings were the that high. the Red Wings were the worst team in like the last thirty years in the NHL and got the fourth pick. Like. Sure. Yep. Which they got and, Lucas and, Raymond out of, and it actually ended up working out really well. And also, we've never stopped hearing about it. Yeah. <laughs> hey, you know what? It's my podcast. I can do what I want. <laughs> Speaking of the Red Wings, sophomore season Moritz Cider is going to be much better. Not just better, much better Okay. than Calder winning Moritz Cider. I could totally see this happening. I am interested to see like the ways in which he might be better. Um, because that will be goals. I think it's going to be goals. <laughs> he, well, he did that really well. Like, and he, he, he did all the things really well. Goals, assists, defense, like man did it all. Uh, yeah. so you know that, yeah. Interested to see. I think it's, he's totally capable. He's I mean, going to be gonna, the thing that's going to be great about him this year is he's going to be bigger. He's going to be more confident and he's going to be a wrecking ball. Like even more so than he was. I I think we're seeing a sixty point defenseman this year. He hit fifty last year. Uh, only seven goals, which I mean, only seven goals for a rookie defenseman who won the Calder. Um, but I think he gets to like eleven, twelve goals this year. He's going to be the full time power play quarterback, and I think we see sixty points from Outsider this year. Dude, how much of a genius is Steve Eiserman? He's a mad genius who apparently has dirt on every single GM in the NHL. Can I get a personal Iser plan? Right. <laughs> yeah, I would love to him for him to Iser plan my life. Like, he'd be probably like, like some weird shit. Like, oh, okay, well then you're gonna go for uh, several years of a meditation retreat, cat and do, and then uh, you're gonna fly across the earth and suddenly be rich. And have a butler that is Michael Caine. And, <laughs> but you're um, going to join the Peace Corps. Oh, actually, <laughs> Steve Eisenman is just Batman. Oh, and when you, Batman. Uh, 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 never mind. And when you come out of it, you'll make the world's best bread. <laughs> like <that's> Sourdough. <laughs> the hard stuff. Uh, uh, what about you, Rob? What do you think is something that will be nice? I don't know year? if this belongs in the nice or not nice category. Well, we can we can adjudicate. But for me, it's nice. Um, I think Ottawa is all smoke and mirrors. Oh, I think to bring it, they're they're not gonna have you know because they they did the thing. They're bringing in all this talent. Uh-huh. Uh Does it gel? And right? it, yeah, I don't think they're gonna gel. Right. Or I think there's gonna be too many egos. Too many. You know, they don't have the time. It's not homegrown. They don't have a defense. But yeah. Uh, they I mean, kind they, of, I mean. You slander Thomas Shabbat so easily. They kind of have a goalie, but not really. They yeah. kind of have two goalies. But not really. I think Anton Forsberg is actually pretty solid. I think Forsberg he's is. He's always hurt. I think Forsberg might win the job over. He will. Tal- yeah. yeah. The problem is he never fucking plays. I yeah. Mean, that's that, always exactly. been Anton exactly. Forsberg's problem. So, the talent's never been in question. Because everyone's sucking their dicks. <laughs> you know, oh, Ottawa's going to be so good. I don't, I don't, I'm not buying it. I don't, I'm not buying it. Because cause, cause vibe is, is so important in hockey, right? Oh, like, absolutely. And you got I Claude think- Giroux coming in there. 
He's an asshole. No, he's not an asshole. <laughs> but, I'm sure he's great. But new like parts sometimes don't add up. Yeah, to Yeah, exactly. And it's not basketball. Like, on a team that has like lost its owner, mm-hmm. and I mean, the GM is a genius. Uh, you know, he's done. A, I think a really good job assembling talent. But yeah, it takes time for a student yeah. to develop and get all the tastes. To and who's their coach? Uh, exactly, <laughs> James. <laughs> I guarantee he's white. (laughs) I mean, well, that's really nailed it. That's that's, really going on a minus one thousand on the uh, on the line there. (laughs) I mean, I think they're hot mess around the break of the playoffs, but yeah, I'm not really sure what to make this team. I think we'll know early in the season. Overrated. I think it's. I think they're. I think they're gonna. Not. I think Buffalo is gonna. You know, Buffalo beats Buffalo's going to right. end up with more points. And I'm not saying they're going to make the playoffs. I think that I think that's a nice. I think that's a nice. Uh, that's a nice for me. We do have a at the end of the, that was a long way to get to. Uh, <laughs> we do have a hundred dollar bet riding on know, Buffalo makes I the know, playoffs. Uh, so uh, are, you're you're bearish on that bet. We have witnesses right yeah. at the beginning of the season. Oh, you have like nine witnesses. My next thing that will be nice is. Ottawa, Detroit, New Jersey, and Buffalo 2022 will be better than Ottawa, Detroit, New Jersey, Buffalo 2021. But, and I will reserve who makes the playoffs for my later prognostications, but only one of them will make the playoffs. This is like a fucking parlay bet. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, who do they beat out? I would love to know the odds for this. You you can probably, you probably go get odds for this like tomorrow. Uh, who do they beat at? Uh, Boston, maybe. Well, they're all in the uh, east, so Boston, Boston is a really interesting one. So, yeah. yeah, for sure. Um, like who's not going to make it? <laughs> they all make. <laughs> Just it's indoor goals hockey. Where everybody makes everybody playoffs. Everybody wins, We're and all we somehow here. make at least the second round of the playoffs every <laughs> season uh, by beating the same team every year um we're in their head now man yeah oh we're gonna own them again this year um do we have anything else that will be nice Mm. or do we want to skip to not nice yes just because i want the opportunity to say nice um so be it i think this calder race is gonna be dope yeah okay uh we're gonna get to this later uh, but There's I think a lot of candidates. I think the revenge of Marco, don't call me Carlo Rossi, is coming, uh, and I'm in on it. Who's in? Who's in the conversation? Uh, Owen Power, Maddie Berniers, Marco Rossi, Michael uh, Bunting, me, Jack Quinn, maybe Jack Quinn, Alec Nedeljkovic, <laughs> for his fourth straight year, uh, uh, somehow being in the Cox Calder conversation, uh, and then like Slavkovsky, uh, Shane Wright. The yeah. early reviews on Slavkovsky are not good. Really? I know it's really, really early. It's really, in, really early in the first preseason of an early career. But uh, I mean, he looked good against Buffalo in the preseason. Yeah, but he's okay. got to look better he's, than he, Shane Wright's stink eye. He's a man, that's for sure. Oh yeah, he's he a man, big, man. He real big. I will uh, throw this into the ring of things that are 
not nice. <laughs> Jack Eichel plays only 45 games due to injury, but somehow we'll blame the Sabres. Different injury or re-aggravates his... his I'm not going to go that far, but neck. if I had to guess, I would say it's a new injury. Yeah, I, like I'm... I think Jack Eichel's still a very good player. I'm just not at all sold on the fact that he's Jack Eichel low anymore. And I'd be happy for him to prove me wrong this year. Um, he's Jack Eichel O now. Uh, well, but he's in like a like cut rate porn movie as Jack Eichel O. Yeah, Jack, Jack, I- what? Jack Eichel fake O. Jack O Eichel. <laughs> uh, and that's why it's not nice. I hope you're wrong. I, w- I want to see 82 games out of him. Yeah, I, I think literally every hockey fan wants just to so see we a can, full fucking Not because I'm rooting for him. I just want to know what he is. You right. know, like I'm not rooting against him. No, I know. I, I just think that's what's going to happen. No, all right. I hope you're wrong. What do you guys think? <laughs> I hope you're wrong. Uh, all right. What do you guys think is going to be not nice? I think we get another Hockey Canada scandal to just add to the mess that it already is. Would that scandal be naming the players who were involved in the 2018 rape? That would maybe be... That would that make would it count. an NHL scandal. Yeah, and uh, it seems like they're getting close. There's only a handful of players that haven't made statements. Like, it, it, I don't know. We, we are getting too nervous emoji for... Who gets named uh, by name? Because they they fucking know. They've known the whole time. It's just been under wraps, yep. and I am, am amazed that it hasn't leaked. While we're here, though, we should say Cal McCarr has actually been pretty rad sure, through all right. of this. And, and then you have like Alec Fermentin, nothing. Yeah. Uh, I wonder why. I mean, you know, like we say, when if you're arrested. Don't talk to the cops. So, yeah, that's an option. But when other people, Kale McCarr, uh, um, Victor Mete, like when they can competently say, wasn't there, wasn't me. And also, whoever did it should be in trouble. Right. Like, Kale McCarr actually like, came out and talked about <laughs> culture change. And it was a very, like, one of the best statements I've heard out of a hockey player in a while. Yeah, it was still like far less than we as hockey fans who care want to hear, but it was far more than we ever expected to get. Rob, you got anything that'll be not nice? I, I know I'm doing this kind of backwards. Yeah, that's but, fine. But um, this is more of a maybe a nice. Okay. Okay. And maybe I'll we're going throw, back to I'll throw Ottawa back in the, in the not nice category, but I think. I think Arizona is going to embrace their situation. Oh, all right. And I think they're going to overachieve in the Pacific. That's uh or this whatever That is a very bold in. in the center. I think they're going to they're going to dig, you know, it's going to be cool. They're, they're going to be surrounded by beautiful college co-eds. I mean, you think it's ASU that's really going to just if keep their concentration? A, if there is a place for you to lose yourself in the music College, yeah. co-eds the moment yep you own it uh it's uh it's probably asu yeah 
I think they're gonna, you know, there's gonna be good vibes there. They're they gonna, can see. It's not like they don't have talent, you know. You can like, accurately gauge the size of tits on a five thousand seat arena from the ice. <laughs> yeah, <exactly. laughs> uh, it's gonna be like that scene in and Miracle where they're playing in uh, Norway. Exactly. That is exactly <laughs> where my brain went. They're checking out babes, and like, no, everybody on the other team will be like, "Whoa!" But like the yotes will be used to it so their home their home ice advantage mm-hmm. will be substantial right and then it'll be as bloated as <laughs> fake boobs and tempe but like yeah and then afterwards every time there's a visiting team that plays the coyotes uh there will be strange lower body injuries uh that <laughs> like, uh players are out with that what? <laughs> uh, rhyme with schlamydia and uh What's the, the over the slap and slang over? Yeah. What's the over under on on Coyotes players sleeping in dorms this year? <laughs> <laughs> like spending the night in someone's dorm. Well, to be honest, uh, like Clayton, or frat house. Well, to be honest, Clayton Keller looks like he belongs in a dorm, so he's, he can I think just he's like only that old. Too. Yeah, I think yeah. Clayton Keller is younger than your average grad student. Exactly. <laughs> He's like, yeah, we can Clayton Keller's 24. Place. He could absolutely pull yeah. it off. <laughs> Barrett Hayden's 22. He's college age. Jack McBain, 22, college age. Yeah, Jacob Chitron's just like too tall to get in the dorm. He just doesn't fit in the doorway. Yeah, uh, there's 23 men on a NHL roster. The over-under is 23. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yep. I think that's pretty good. Uh, who has, I mean, that'd be funny to see. Like, who has more wins this year, the Arizona State college team or the Coyotes? <laughs> uh, I, for one, am absolutely going to turn into the first tune into the first Coyotes home game more for the comedic appeal. But like, I really hope it's raucous. I hope it like, I'm kinda, yeah, I'm rooting for. Them. I hope it's like absolutely fucking banging. Right, It'd give me a fucking great. band. It would like, be great <laughs> if they like somehow got the ASU marching band in there. Like that would be rad. A like, pet band does a lot. Yeah. Uh, have you ever been to a college hockey game? It's amazing. Yeah. Like, I don't game. understand why more pro teams don't just have a fucking pet band. My favorite hockey live hockey experiences are not Joe Lewis arena, but are Yost ice arena in Ann Arbor. Like one, the crowd is so vile and two, it's just, it's small at the, the crowd is like standing over the ice basically. And it's loud, but man, like I want, I want to believe I'm going full X files on your prediction. I want to believe but also look at the fucking central blues avalanche wild stars. Yeah. Oh, I didn't say they'd make the playoffs. No, I'm just I know. saying they're going to overachieve. Than- Here's I don't another, know where we were. Here's another thing. That's not nice. Okay. Uh, I feel like the outdoor games are losing their shtick. I think t- you can't come back from Tahoe. I had the yeah. same fucking thought. I love it. Uh, I was going to say, yeah, I think the, um, Winter Classic will be a letdown because I think they're going to go back to crowds and, and and not embrace the TV spectacle that they were doing. That was dope, even though the ice didn't work out. And uh, but at least you got those sick shades on David Pasternak. Yeah, fucking Barbie girl. Like yeah, and you had yeah. uh, uh, what was his name? Dusty Gooch, the uh, the guy that they presented before. Oh yeah. 
And I think you, you got dad jeans on. Uh, there's just on too many of Batman. them. Yeah, like yeah, it, it, you can't come back from that. I think you need to be playing like up on like Thunder Bay, like the you fucking need, moon. Like, you I'm, need to be playing <laughs> in remote ass like ODRs. Like yeah, oh fuck yeah. playing in like football stadiums. Yeah, yeah, yeah. like right. I want to like, see Mystery Alaska. Yeah, yeah. like how is the, how have they not capitalized on that yet? I don't know. You, you know, have why because. It's the NHL and they can't right. capitalize on fucking shit. Yeah. How do they, how does the NHL not see the field of dreams game and say, we need the either mighty ducks game, mystery Alaska game, or like to somehow reincarnate Slapshot? Like, like why, why aren't they like choosing one, even if it's for a preseason game playing in like, small ass barns like old glorious hockey arenas throughout the make a deal with team iceland and have them play the ducks it's (laughs) not that fucking hard (laughs) why why aren't the red wings playing at yost ice arena like probably bad blood and politics but (laughs) fucking nuts yeah that would be Um, amazing it's because ann arbor is a pizza rival to little caesars (laughs) that's so great that's actually uh domino's is headquartered in ann arbor yeah that's probably fucking the the pizza dmz (laughs) (laughs) yeah Uh, i mean also why does the state of illinois not have a single division one hockey program like some things just don't have answers um uh, like the University of Michigan not having a women's hockey program. Uh, also, things that don't have answers. Yeah. Uh, no, they have answers. It's uh, you would think they would at least have one to bullshit. Sp- you would think they would at least have one to spite Ohio State, right? <laughs> Ohio State just won a national championship. Get yourself a fucking program, right? Like, uh, you know, do a seance and fucking bring up Bo Schembechler's ghost and like fucking the Michigan athletic department has more money than most countries GDP. Like it's (laughs) like, it's possible. It's not hard. Figure it out. Uh, speaking of the red wings though, uh, my last not nice or not nice is, uh, Detroit will miss the playoffs again, despite being a much better team, but it will come out of that with, a bunch of assets and be positioned again, once again, to add a shit ton of talent. All right. Anybody got anything else that is not models? So, um, with that, in our predictions, we're just going to do nitty gritty. We're going to do divisions, conference, and then who wins the cup, who wins the Calder, Hart, Norris, and Vesna. Um, for me, I th- and we can chat about this after we've all kind of put in our prognostications here. In the Atlantic, I have the Maple Leafs, uh, the Rangers in the Metro, the Avs in the Central, and Calgary in the Pacific. I have a cup final of Calgary and the Rangers. Wow. With the Rangers winning the cup. My Calder wow. is... Wow. 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 We're going full Luke Wilson on this bitch. My uh, Calder is the previously mentioned Matty Beniers. Uh, I think Kirill Kaprizov wins the heart this year. The Norris stays in Denver with Cal McCarr. And the Vesna stays in the probably overrated but thusly defined... <laughs> Uh, greatest city in the world, New York City, and stays with Igor Shesterkin. Rob? Well, 
I, I agree with you mostly. I think um, I think it's Carolina in the metro. Out of the metro. Uh, I feel like they improved. Probably, yeah. Um, you know, I, I, t- Toronto probably has an easier time. I, I, I like Florida. I think Florida's going to do it. All right. Um, Kachuk's a beast. Reinhardt's going to get a lot of minutes this year. He was on the third line. Third and second. Yeah. But he, he was, he was, he was, he was middle six. Last he was Huberto's center on the second line for a lot of the year. And I think he's, he's going to hit the ground running. Um, definitely Arizona and the central. <laughs> uh, I'm not even going to answer the central. I think that one's obvious. That one's a given. Yeah. Um, Pacific. I, yeah. It, I, I, I kind of think Edmonton is going to, is going to do it. I mean, really? not a not a hot take there. I think they're going to be good. A, who are they fucking playing goalie? You know, Jack Campbell. Campbell. Any pr- predictions for the conferences or cups or trophy races, Rob? The cups will be smelly. And I, I like Florida, man. Filled with pudding. I like Florida. Florida for the, the cup. I like Florida in the East for the conference. I'm not saying the cup. All right. I just think they're gonna. You know, remember how Tampa got. Uh, <laughs> swept by columbus yeah and then came back next year and won the cup mm-hmm. i think that's gonna be florida's got a, a chip on their shoulder this yeah the year, rage right? win is for real yeah uh they didn't they they i don't know what happened last year it's hard not to uh go with the abs again out of the out of the west I and mean, how can you bet against them alexander georgiev uh, who i think is an improvement over darcy kemper whoa uh, he might be uh, Kemper was, Kemper was what about league average, right? No, Kemper was actually very good during the regular season, and then he was league average in the in playoffs. the playoffs. And Gorg- where he was probably hurt. I think Gorgiev is a bon. Not, he's not bona fide, but he projects to be a one A guy. Mm-hmm. Uh. And he's and he hasn't reached his ceiling yet. I mean, he's always going to be our one A guy for punching Tony D'Angelo. So, <laughs> you know, yeah, definitely going to root for him. Uh, that was a yeah. bold move by uh, Joe Joe Brandon Sackick over there in Colorado. I don't I don't think it's that bold. I, he the only reason it is he's just been outshadowed. He's been shadowed by Shesterkin. Which you know, rightfully right. so. But yeah, there was on one any point, other team, he's 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 legit. Right. There was one point where he was the heir apparent. To, yeah. To yeah. Yeah. Absolutely. That Rangers job. So guesses for trophies. McCarr for the Norris. Is that fucking is easy? That the it's, consensus. Yeah. It's I easy. I'm also <laughs> going there. It's just <laughs> I don't I don't see until it ha- until it is proven otherwise. Right. It is McCarr for the Norris. Adam Fox had one. That was nice. This is wait wait was it nice? Yeah, it was nice. It was a nice season. Uh, McCarr is a thousand percent better and will continue to be that way for the foreseeable future unless he gets like hurt hurt, which he doesn't. Because he doesn't really get hit a whole lot and because he's, he's that fucking good. All mine. All mine. Yeah, we know. I'm going to go with Darlene. 
<laughs> love it. Love it. Love some homerism in the mm-hmm. heart. Comes. I'm homering it up. Uh, so you know, I mean, you go with uh, power for the for the for the Calder. He's and, still uh, Calder Darlene. eligible. No, I'm talking about the Norris. Oh, Norris. <laughs> sorry, no, sorry, I jumped ahead. Yeah, Darlene for the Calder. Okay, he's a rookie. He's, I mean, essentially a rookie. How, uh, is he? Is he still like twenty? I think he turned twenty-two this year. Yeah, I was gonna say like he's, he was drafted as a teenager. Yeah. Uh, what about uh, so? If we're sticking with the homerism, is uh, Uko Pekka Lukanen? Uko Pekka, Uko Pekka, Uko, Uko Pekka. Uko Pekka Lukanen, the, the, his ceiling with this team is a 1B uh, because he has Devin Levi nipping at his heels, yeah. who just looks phenomenal. Yeah, he's, he's definitely a future. Yeah, he's the future number one in Buffalo. There's... There's, there's almost no doubt about it. Evan, your predictions. Let's get through this quick. All right. Well, I have gone strategic on all of these. Your Atlantic pick is bullshit. I'll just start Absolutely with bullshit. Yeah. Uh, I'm going to peddle you a fiction in which that doesn't Boston sound <laughs> in which Boston wins the Atlantic. Uh, they're bringing back Krejci. You they're can't bring back Bergeron. They only stop have one. trying to trade Swayman. <laughs> <laughs> No, I'm trying to sell our podcast to all our Boston listeners. Oh, yeah, we've got a lot of those, like four. Uh, yeah, hey, that's 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 a, large that's a quarter percentage. of our that's a quarter of our listeners. Yeah, so I'm peddling to our base. Uh, yeah, I I, I I think that in this fiction, here's populist candidate <laughs> Evan Stravers. All right, <laughs> in this fiction outside the Duncan, uh, Bergeron does really well. Uh, comes back, he gives a great season, and Krejci uh, comes back, and uh, yeah, I can't. I, I'm trying to do like a soft Boston accent, and that's just not working. But um, yeah, I I kind of want this like last dance story to work. I think if Swayman, whom I love and will sadly let out into the draft tomorrow. Uh, <laughs> You know what? What if he takes a step? I'm what taking if, him in the first round. What if good? Because that's not who I want in the first round. Uh, that's uh, not happening. And Allmark, um, you know, Allmark is a serviceable backup, maybe above average serviceable backup. Their defense overachieves like they did last year. I'm kind of like talking myself out of this as I'm trying to talk <laughs> myself into this, but like, I don't know. Uh, I kind of want this last dance documentary to write itself. Metro hurricanes. So, uh, let's say there's a, a hurricane and uh hurricane meets a hurricane. What happens? Well, you get a hurricane hurricane. And well, I think that's what you get. Each other out. Yeah. I think that's what you get when you add what? fucking Brent Burns to this team What if- and a whole lot of shit. And then just, in the middle of the season, you get Max Petretti. Oh, like, yeah. It, what if the hurricane's name is Ditka? <laughs> uh, then it fizzles out. <laughs> <laughs> and has a ton of weight loss commercials on late night television. Yeah. Uh, Mike Dick is fucking ridiculous, but whatever. Uh, Pacific. Oh, sorry. Central. Avs. Done. Pacific. <laughs> Um, I'm gonna go Vegas. 
think they rebound. I think they get a full season of Eichel. Uh, I think they positively regress from their injury problems and do okay. Uh, okay, so Western Conference Final. Abs, done, easy. Hurricane Hurricanes, roll through the East. Uh, Cup, Abs again. Wow. I think this is, I think this is like, McKinnon maybe didn't have his stamp on this cup run. And I think we get true, like, Jordan McKinnon bullshit this year. Who's Jordan McKinnon? Like, jo- N- Michael, Michael Jordan, Michael Jordan McKinnon. McKinnon. Oh, okay. I was like, who the fuck are right. you talking <laughs> Like, <laughs> you're just making shit up at this point. I'm sure Connor McDavid is, you know, a leader in the room. Sure. But McKinnon is on some Michael Jordan. Yeah. Him, Sidney Crosby. He has that vibe too. Yeah, I think Crosby was maybe nicer about it. And I think McDavid is... And weirder about it. (laughs) Yeah. Crosby was probably like nicer about it, but effective. And McDavid is too nice about it. It's bordering on ineffective. I think it still works for a lot of players. But uh, yeah, McKinnon is... I don't know. I just look at him talk and I see fucking last dance Jordan eyes and I'm like, yeah, dude, you're going to do it. I don't know. I think they do it. It would be nice to see first two Pete in a while. First two Pete in a while. It happened last time. <laughs> the abs just won or the bolts just won two in a row. Sorry. First two Pete's. Yeah. You're since, right. since last year. First two Pete's since fucking cut that's that. a while a year is a long time no uh yeah in covid years yeah <laughs> be fun to see a second two pete really set up you know kind of a caillou battle every time these two teams meet i think that would be really great for for the league um calder marco don't call me carlo rossi mm. uh I, I i really sold on that guy huh yeah i think yeah, I, I made the case earlier. I think he's just like older than his counterparts. Hart, Matthews, he fucking does it. Uh, Norris, Makar, easy. And uh, I think uh, Vasilevsky wins the Venice now again. Um, I think that team needs him this year a little bit more than they have in years past. I think he really earns it. Uh, and I think he just shows people, yeah, I'm the best fucking going in the league again. So we've done this every year. We're going to keep doing it just for... Uh, the sake of keeping things even and that way you we sound can look, so optimistic we can look at how fucking stupid we are next year that's really what this is is like we can look at how stupid we were next year that's the best part uh we are stealing this from brian cook at mgo blog who always ends his game previews with three opportunities for me to look stupid we are clearly not going to do game previews in this uh in, in this podcast because one we don't we don't do that much we also don't. there's 85 of them yeah and also yeah fuck that noise <laughs> yeah without further ado my three opportunities i always do three and then oh red wings prognostication because i am nothing if not a like like selfless homer one of the sabers senators or devils make the playoffs i'm actually going to go with the devils to answer rob's earlier question mm. uh Mostly because I want to see Jack Hughes just lighten fools up as like the captain of a seven seed in the playoffs. This they is my happy face. They won't win the series, but Jack Hughes will have like 11 points uh-huh. in a six game series yes. and just like make 
everybody jazzed for the Devils the next year, and then yes. they won't make the playoffs. Yes, um, yes. <laughs> I am, I am here for all of that, especially them like not measuring up to it the year after for some reason. Um, love it. My next is the Panthers regress considerably, and that's because Palmieri sucks. Ah. He had so much offensive talent in Winnipeg and Connor Hellebuck for years and never did a fucking thing. And all of a sudden, he's the answer. Wrong. No. <laughs> uh, the Panthers are going to be like a five or six seed this year. And I think they're going to get bounced in the first round. Wow. Mm. I could totally see that happening. Yeah. And, and uh, I love it. My next is in Seattle's first trip to Philadelphia this year. Gritty goes full grounded pound like a like Boston hardcore concert <laughs> on Bowie, and Philadelphia fans will cheer for that more than they cheer for their hockey team all season. Because the Flyers are going to fucking suck. (laughs) And if I have a dark horse for who gets the first pick in the draft next year. Oh, yeah. It's Philadelphia. (laughs) And my question is, how do you get blood out of a mascot costume? Oh, I know. It's easy. (laughs) You stab the person wearing it (laughs) through the costume. (laughs) And then finally, my Red Wings prognostication is not really a Red Wings prognostication, but I bet that Jeff Blaschel has more fun in year one as an assistant with the Bolts than he did in the entirety of his time coaching the Red Wings. That sounds like a, a, a rather duh. I mean, he was a good soldier, but uh, he doesn't have to be the show on uh, uh, the Bolts, and I, they're going to be pretty good. He'll probably be the power play coach in tampa bay and oh, his, his power play will be oh which one of stamkos or kucherov shoots it oh right. wait or baby victor headman and uh he'll get a head coaching gig because of how good the bolts power play was exactly. with him and then he'll get a head coaching gig and they'll be like oh yeah we're gonna have a great power play and then they'll just forget about the fact that detroit has had a dog shit penalty for the last like seven years and uh I'm just going to stop griping about Jeff Blaschel now because he's not the coach of Detroit anymore. So, hey, hey, what about your guys' three opportunities to make you look stupid? I mean, talk about a plum position. Do you want to go? No. (laughs) I appreciate the honesty. Uh, Okay. Two things that I have put some bets on uh, that you can rebut, perhaps. I think Maddie Beniers goes ham and uh, Seattle... Maybe makes the playoffs, maybe just misses. Um, but I, I think they, they overachieve this year. Um, on the back of a healthy Brandon Tanev and Shane Wright, Beneers youth movement. There, there's one Pacific Northwest opportunity to look stupid. I, I can't help but just shit on Ottawa. <laughs> I, 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 think, mean, I think I think I, I'm you're, here you're already it. in. Think, yeah, just like just just expound. I, I think to bring it overrated. Not uh, gonna have Kane dishing him tape to tape. I'm just not sold on him. I think that's a, a bold but very well informed thought, and I, it, I'm intrigued by it. Yeah, I'll probably look stupid. That's, <laughs> <laughs> I mean, that's, that's you know, <laughs> that's the name of the game. Yeah. Okay, I'm gonna go with Jake. 
Jake's opinion earlier, which I also sort of share, is that we get a dark horse that comes out and gets the first overall draft pick. So we're saying not Chicago or Arizona. Yes. Or who else is at that obvious bottom of the barrel besides maybe Montreal? It's really up to Philly, Chicago, or... Philly. Yeah, I mean... Or, uh, can torts polish a turd that well that's going to be one of the very interesting questions early in the season Ville Husso has better numbers than Jordan Binnington Ooh, I love it I love it that's that's spicy better right save percentage okay not, right. obviously probably not more wins you go save percentage not more wins okay but you mean he changed teams, right? He's the Red Wings. He's Red Wings yeah. starter right now, pretty much, right? Uh, I think he'll be at least to start the season. It'll be fifty-fifty. It's with his him job to lose, right? It'll be fifty-fifty him and Ned to start oh, the yeah, season. But then right. we'll see what happens. That's, you know, it's a decent tandem. Yeah, it's not bad, and I think the defense will be better in Detroit. I couldn't believe they they shipped Huso. Went with Bennington. They couldn't ship Bennington. They gave him that stupid contract. Yeah. So nobody wants him. Yeah. He's <laughs> such a pud. All right, Evan. Talk about this team I'm not a fan of. I think they win the Bedard sweepstakes to everyone's chagrin. I think they set new depths and innovate in terms of suckitude. Uh, I think they trade off every available piece and part and are just pitifully awful. Your most not favorite team? Yeah, uh, I, mean, I think it, they're they're yeah. I hope they trade everybody and win the Bedard sweepstakes, and then Bedard is locked in on a shitty ass team for like the next <laughs> ten years. Yeah, I mean, I'm not, I'm not saying this is a good thing. I'm reading, I'm just simply reading tea leaves. Uh, I I think adding Bedard is going. All right, here we go. I think. How about let's go two years in the future? I think adding Bedard is not worth it. Uh, I think what happened in McDavid and Eichel sweepstakes is, well, these two teams then like turned around and sucked their way through both of their tenure. So uh, I think kind of the same thing will happen to the team that traps Bedard. I think it's going to be like the fucking Indiana Jones golden icon. It's just, it's a, it's a trap. I hope, I hope that, um, a real dark horse gets it. Like what, one of the teams that's like on the cusp, but it has like a one percent chance of getting the first round, like LA or something. You or know? Like Winnipeg. Yeah. Like Winnipeg could really suck. I mean, like yeah. You know they don't Just have ba- Adam Lowry's dad as coach anymore. Well, isn't it any 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 team that doesn't make the playoffs has a tiny chance at least? Yeah. Right. Sure. Right. Would, oh, you're would saying be, the lottery falls yeah, to some ridiculous yeah, percentage exactly. and like a contender. Yeah. It's, oh, we're we're just gonna give you like to a, Pittsburgh. A, a you know, oh, yeah. how did that happen? Oh, Sidney Crosby, had a Merry Christmas, Happy New Year, a buddy. Team on the upswing, like Detroit or Buffalo or something. Oh, if, I would be pretty happy if we went to Detroit. I think that would make Jake really excited. I and, uh, would not shut up. <laughs> that would that would accelerate the rebuild. I mean, I just I think I think we're gonna get tank for jack and and connor 2.0 and i think maybe one of the teams that comes out of that top pick puts him to use really well and then a lot of them are squandered i think that's you know like maybe fucking mitchkov never comes over like who knows it's uh 
Maybe this, he can't come over because right. World War Three fucking erupts. Right. He's yeah. In a bunker. Right. Yeah. He, he's just too irradiated <laughs> to yeah. play hockey in the NHL currently. Uh, we're sorry. So yeah, it, like as always, I kind of vote for Max Chaos. So let's <laughs> let's bring some chaos. All right, and so that kind of concludes our season preview for 2023 2022-2023 uh we have one last bit to talk about and uh that's because it's so fucking stupid <laughs> uh that uh i said it looks like jared leto fucked a troll <laughs> uh, i love it and uh that is buoy the kraken mascot <laughs> yeah who was um like just kind of like bequeathed to the hockey world recently and the hockey world went oh <laughs> that's oh. because it's a fucking gremlin <laughs> they literally <laughs> they they unleashed a fucking gremlin as their mascot it is it not a gremlin? It's really fucking bad. They, you could tell they were going for the gritty thing. Right. And yeah. just totally and, missed the mark, right? And we, like, that's, that's like when you know the trend is getting stale is when you get these like cheap-ass imposters of gritty. Like, Philly took a risk and hit a home run with gritty. And Seattle's like, what if we hit a ground out we can do that but eco-friendly gritty you know i mean i like the idea of bridge troll as mascot that was all right buoy looks like a beanie baby uh yeah he's the product of you know a lot of boardroom meetings yeah, to where like group. executives were like overriding designer choices. Yeah, focus group all star. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> and uh, yeah, uh, the name is dumb. Like, I don't know. When I hear Bowie, I think of a a, a, a story of brewery. <laughs> yeah. um, and also, you're. The Kraken. You have this built-in <laughs> badass fucking sea monster as your as your moniker, and you exactly. go with this like chumbly bumbly douchey <laughs> like turd muffin of a mascot, right? Like you, you had, had you had license to make a sea monster costume that looked like fucking Medusa. All of the just Japanese tentacle porn elements you can stick into one mascot. And you went with low-rent Gollum. (laughs) (laughs) There it is. Yes. Oh, that, yeah. It's it's so incredibly bad. So (laughs) with that, we're going to mercifully end this marathon of a podcast. If you can't tell that my ass hurts uh, from sitting in this chair... Now you know. Is the uh, mid-century modernism not good enough for you, Jake? Not. It's not good for my posture or my butt cheeks. So uh, I'm going to go home and give myself a little old butt massage. And uh, I'm going to edit that. That's gross and weird. Uh, <laughs> that was good. Don't you... Uh, thank you everybody for listening. Uh, if you're still around, um, we will start 
posting much more regularly here in the coming weeks and months as hockey actually begins. It's hockey season. Um, we're going to have our PHF preview here in the next couple of weeks. Um, That's going to be a wild ride. Uh, it's going to be fucking bonkers. Hockey's back, so sit down, sit your ass on the couch. It's either raining or snowing or sucking otherwise, wherever you are. Sit down, watch some hockey, enjoy yourself, and, you know, listen to uh, the, the Handsome Hockey podcast because, you know, we're like, I mean, we're better produced than any of the other ones. So yeah. <laughs> you don't hear. Hands- you- our, our tagline could be where you don't hear uh, alert buzzes on the broadcast. No barking dogs, jangling keys, or Slack notifications. <laughs> I mean, we do have Mustang Man. He, he peers, but we cut him every week. Oh, like episode 85 is just going to be me cutting, like editing every snippet of mm-hmm. Mustang Man for like, and it'll take a good hour and a half. If you want to see more of us, we are available at handsomehockey.com, Handsome Hockey Podcast on Instagram, Handsome Hockey on Twitter, at handsomehockeypod at gmail.com. Uh, or at the Handsome Hockey Facebook page. Special thanks to Rob for swinging by and uh, giving us all the the hot takes and shenanigans and all the hockey bullshits that you're used to hearing with us. And once again, please listen to our friends over at New Release Podcast. They have a ton of really cool stuff. It's technically a time travel movie podcast. Mm -hmm. uh, And uh, I've listened to a bunch of their episodes and it, it's it's a lot of fun it's really cool so give them a listen and you know thanks for everything as per usual and stay handsome everybody restez beau tout le monde toodaloo <laughs> perfect